Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know something? <clears throat> I was listening to uh, a clip from the Joe Button podcast. And he was talking about all the things that people were saying about him. By he fucked up a bag and all this. And it got me to thinking about Dame Dash. When Dame Dash, when people kept saying Dame Dash is broke, right? And Dame was said, it was on the Brothers Club, he said, for the people that's in the business that know, they know I ain't broke. They know I'm good. But to the people that not in it, they don't know. So what fans don't get is, you're a fan. Some of these fans do not own a business. You work a nine to five. So when you hear the numbers, when you hear 3 million, 30 million, 20 million, you quickly say, well, why don't you take it? But do you really understand what you might be giving up for that 30 million? That might hurt you in the long run. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. I am the porn rap star, Kavanaugh, the sub champ. Hey, how you doing? And uh, and um, you need to check out my music. I got a new track right now that's out called Guts featuring my man Jacoby Burns. I also have Get In Where You Fit In. I also have discounts on my porn sites and everything in my videos. So all you got to do is go to all my links dot com backslash porn rap star <clears throat> today and stream my music watch my porn and follow me on social media this uh podcast is uh done on and brought to you by anchor the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their podcast career if you got a phone download it on your app on your app store if you got a laptop go to anchor.fm if you got an ipad same thing either way go ahead Get a profile. You can start podcasting today. It's that easy. You feel me? Also, this podcast is sponsored by the Facebook of LS. LSworld.com. Get a profile today and meet and mingle with other lifestylers like yourself. And the Smokers Lounge is now a part of the GW District Podcast Network. So go to shop gwdistrict.com and listen to me and 10 other urban black hosted podcasts today. Also, you can buy products from black owned businesses. You can support black businesses. So go to shop gwdistrict.com today and um, support black businesses and black podcast owners. Oh yeah. So yes, yeah, you know what I've been saying a whole lot. I've been, been, Giving you a lot of shout outs for going on. Yes, what's going on? Uh, today is Monday. Y'all probably going to hear this tomorrow is Tuesday. I didn't have an idea what I was going to do for this episode. But then I listened to the Joe Button thing and it got me to thinking. And I've been a business. Let me give you my background. So tell you some of you people that just listen for the first time. 
I have been running businesses, throwing parties, doing porn for years. When I was in high school, I was throwing events, making money at the local uh, <coughs> community center. I threw a college party in fucking Carolina, organized one <laughs> through my Open Bound program. I have thrown events where I've made money. Live performances where I perform, my friends performed. I even ran a crew of uh, females called the BCB Street Team, which I used to help promote and market my music. And in return, I helped them get work in the business or what have you. So, I, so I've been running my own business for I don't know how long. Um, I've been doing music ever since 1996. I've been doing porn ever since 2006. Yeah. So understand, I am not a spring chicken anyway. I'm 45 years old. I've started the podcast thing this year. And and like I can tell anybody, if you ask me, do porn make money? I've been in it for over 15 years. You tell me. I will never stay in something that don't make me money. They don't bring profit. They don't pay the bills, period. And I also work a nine to five. So I understand working with business. When I was doing music at the beginning, I was in a group of my best friends called Campus Hills. So what Joe is going through, I kind of sympathize with him because I've been there where the friends didn't get along. And trust me, me and my homeboys, we didn't gotten fights, almost gotten fights or gotten fights. <laughs> you know, period. I didn't see my boys mess up things for me, for the group and for themselves. I've seen the triumphs, the highs, the lows, the whole nine. So when you do business with your friends, yeah, it's a gamble. A bigger gamble than doing business with a stranger. Because it's the old saying, I rather deal with the devil that I know the devil I don't know. Well, when it comes to business, I rather do business with the devil that I don't know than the one I do. Because I'm going to take it personal because I know him. And see, everybody's, of course, blaming Joe, saying, well, it's Joe this. And let's make this perfectly clear. This is a business. We are talking a business. The marquee says Joe Button Podcast. Roy and Maul, so you, I broke this down on, on my, you know, the Smoke This Over podcast, and you, and you can go and listen to it. They were employees. The only thing you might can say is that maybe he should have paid them a little bit better. Maybe he was paying them better. Maybe they felt that they should have been getting what he was getting. We don't know the dynamics. Like I said, because it really rang out to me when Maul said, who are you to tell Rory? But this is beyond them. This is be, this business talks beyond them. This is about when y'all people hear the numbers that rappers talk about because I'm pretty sure you have a bunch of people that sit there and listen to the, to the, let's say the, 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 the music artist and you hear a music artist saying, saying, I'm not making no money. He's saying that he's broke. He's saying that he's not getting his royalties or what have you. And y'all sympathize with that, right? But yet then on the other end, you see him riding around with Bentley's, Change music videos the whole nine. And the first thing you think is, well, shit, I see why 
they uh sold that deal. They took that deal. Shit, they getting paid. They making money. Y'all think Offset and Amigos paid out the ass? Y'all think half of these cats who got Bentleys and stuff, they bought them straight out? And then y'all look surprised when you hear they ain't making no money. They starving. Because y'all don't think what it takes for them to make their money. That what are you giving up for all that? <clears throat> See, I had a guy a while back who he was he was an asshole. A motherfucker offered me 20 grand to take my business. Now I know y'all saying what the fuck is that? It, it, this is when I was <clears throat> really just getting things rolling with the porn shit. I was getting content. I was getting girls to shoot this, then third. I told him no. The reason why I told him no, because it could have been 20 grand. I could have took that, took that, flipped it, did some other shit. But because I know that my shit would be worth more than that. I know the money that I can make by continuing doing my business. That sometimes the offer that is thrown at the table May not be the offer that's for you. The baby said it himself. He done pissed on nine deals. And they probably were some good paying deals. But he wanted the right deal. So you got to understand something, people. When you have a product, you have a business, you have something that you're trying to put out there, you want its worth. Everybody is not desperate. See, a lot of these young guys, when they sign these, these deals, they're desperate. They they need money now. They trying to get out the hood. They about to lose their apartment. Think about some of the motherfuckers that did love and hip hop. Some of the motherfuckers were damn near about to be on the streets before love and hip hop came around. Yeah, they're getting paid 10 grand, but you stuck in love and hip hop for six years and moaning them get a cut of everything you do outside of it. Some deals you have to, you might get that three, that third, 30 million, but you're giving up all your rights, and that's to everything. Every show you got. If you got a hair store, they, they get a cut. Because in their mind, I'm putting you in position to make more money. So we want everything that you got going on. Now imagine if you got a lot of things going on. Imagine if I signed with a, a label, and they told me, that, oh, in this deal, we want to cut of your porn, too, and your podcast. This ain't got shit to do with the music. They're not going to promote the porn, and they're not going to promote the podcast, but they want a piece of that. Is it worth me giving up $30 million? No. So I'm going to tell you, if, 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 if he said, no, they'd say, we, we, we'll give you $20 million on this deal. No. Because if I blow up and my shit become the shit and I get big like that of a Drake or what have you, imagine how my porn will sell. Imagine how my podcast will make money. I'm shutting myself off of future income that could be me. Now, Devil's Advocate, like I said in, in, my other sh in, in the other podcast, I said maybe Rory then was upset. Because the reason why I said that, let me break this down to you. We was upset that Twill didn't fight the keeper of the group. No, no, no. You signed me, you got to sign all of us. Dennis, when Trill had decisions to make when it come to certain 
things. He came to us. We kind of adjust his decision, which in hindsight actually hurt his career. At the end of the day, when you run a business, you have to look out for that business interest. I learned that from my best friend, Angelo, who run his own business. No matter how much of friends we are, he was going to look out for his business before he look out for his boy. And I'm not mad at him about that. See, as fans, when you see a breakup of a crew or a group of people that's doing a show that you enjoy watching, you hate the breakup. But what you don't see is what caused the breakup. And if you notice with any other show, they continue. You know how I many hosts the view done had? Sean Osborne about to lead the view. And guess what? With the talk. And guess what? They're about to replace her quick. And y'all going to forget that she was on the show. Joe Button might find two more motherfuckers to roll with him on his podcast. And y'all forgot about Roy and Maul. And then, of course, everyone was saying, and then, of course, like I said before, it's about, let's talk money. See, I'm not going to talk about all the expenses that you got to pay to run your business. Like for me, I have to pay a monthly fee in order to do this podcast. I have to get equipment. I had to get a headphones. I had to get a mic. I got to get uh, uh, actual programs they able me to do certain things as well as if i want to make audio videos or videos not even and, and then of course cameras and all this am i going to give a dude 50 percent and he ain't put no money in on this the only thing he did was just show up and talk on the mic i'll pay him well for his for his time If you are the boss of your company, you're going to move that's best for you in your pocket. If it benefits others, it benefits others. See, I would say Joe fucks up bags. With, it's his bag to fuck up. See, someone told me you are the captain of the ship. Remember that. No matter how many models you work with, no matter who sit there and say you good or this, that, and third, if the shit fall apart, you the one that got to pick it up because everybody else can leave and go do what the fuck they were doing before they met you. <clears throat> See, the hardest part is having people work with you and under you and for you. Women are the toughest. <clears throat> and add in <laughs> well add in if it's a sex business you got to sit there and have sex with it so now you're adding sex that's why I say you shouldn't fuck off camera because let me tell you what's up happening if you fuck them off camera then they're going to respect special treatment and then what ends up happening when another model come around and they just say you paid attention to that model because you're trying to get that shoot she feels some type of way or she feels some type of way because this model is getting pushed a little harder than she is. You know, yeah. 
But I mean, they feel that way anyway. But with porn, it's even worse because whether you are fucking them personally or you not, to them, they look at it as sex. And then that's why I said it. I learned it's hard to work for. It's hard to work for a friend. It's hard to work with friends. It's hard to work with people in general. That's why I hate people. Because the only way it works is if you have a group of individuals that are on the same page. See, Parks, he's there to get paid. He gets paid for his services. As long as he's getting the check, he it doesn't matter what happens with the Joe Button podcast to him. Even though he's putting up money, but at the same time, he's putting up the house. He he put he giving them place to motherfucking do what have you. But I guarantee you, he's using it that spot for more than just Joe Button. Come on. Think about Weezy from Horrible Decisions. She got a studio for podcasting in New York. I hope that one day go up there and actually do a episode of, of the Smoke This Over podcast or Smokers Lounge over in that motherfucker. I am going to do that one day. Watch. I'm manifesting it, as you people say. But see, that's why I said people who are not business... Is, I saw the fans was just saying, like, God, you just being condescending. You being egotistical. You being narcissistic. Oh, we broke. We ain't got money, so we don't understand this and third. Well, I hate to say this. The, the fucking truth is that the armchair quarterback nine times out of ten is the broke nigga that don't run a business. Let's look at sports. The armchair quarterback, 9 out of 10, is the guy that's sitting in the chair watching the game. Everybody's an armchair quarterback. Everybody's an armchair coach. You telling me people that signed, you had Joe Rogan, who signed a $100 million deal I think a hundred million, hundred thousand. I can't remember. No, I think it was a hundred million with Spotify, and he's not happy. To some of y'all motherfuckers, well, he should be he should be grateful. God damn it, he happy. He getting paid very one hundred million dollars because just because your black ass working nine to five like I do, then probably make nine dollars an hour. You think it's great because he got he getting paid one million one hundred million. But look what he got to give up and go through to get it. Let me tell you how real it is. He can have a definite family. They will expect his ass to put out the episode. They don't give a fuck. You think he got stake in Spotify? No. And they do own his shit. They probably own his name. That's what made it a hundred million. We own all things Joe Rogan. Charlemagne had to give up some rights to the Breakfast Club to iTunes.
when you sign a deal, people understand you have to give up something to get that deal. You're not going to just get the deal willy nilly. Some people are lucky enough to finesse a deal to where they get majority of everything. They keep their rights, trademark, plus get paid out the ass. But everybody ain't a great negotiator. Everybody does not have a position of strength to negotiate with. And everybody's not that lucky. That's why they say it's best to be lucky, not not good all the time. See, I think about, then on top of that, the other hard part about business when you had to collab with somebody. See, I fell out with enemies and ended up, I mean, people that I brought in the game. We thought, I thought they were friends and shit. We ended up in Twitter beef. Some models, we ended on a good note. Some we didn't. I had one model that came all the way up for the second shoot. She started acting stupid when we were trying to do some contract shit. Guess what? She wasted her time coming the fuck up here. Even though she ended up doing the shoot with somebody else that I turned her on to. See, I'm not sitting here saying that you can't do business with your friends. But let me tell you the caveat how that works. One, y'all have to start the business together. It can't be one started and you pull the others in. Or they have to have equal stake. Because then... Whatever you get, they're getting. That means that, let's say if I did a deal where I had two other partners with this podcast and Patreon offered me a fucking deal because they are three parts owner of this podcast, they have to be involved in the deal, meaning that if I got a seat on the board, they got a seat on the board. If, if I'm getting some equity, they're getting equity. See what what's his face did. See, what's interesting, they talk about the business moves that other people do. But what's funny is when you look at what the other business people are doing, and then they sit there look at their position, they probably was like, wait a second. For example, with Versus, when they did the deal with Versus, all the artists that was up on Versus got equity in Versus, meaning that they got equity in what it does and money in in, in the future, meaning that they got stock in it. Roy and them probably looking like, well, damn, man, wait a second. Why, why you didn't get us in on that Patreon deal? How I know this? Because I know that if the, uh, the sh- if it was me and my boys, that might have been a conversation with had. We did have a conversation with Reggie why you wanted Trip and not the group. And he tried to put on the group. It didn't work. <laughs> well, actually, it didn't work more so because of him. But that's a story in another day. And I remember that, just to give you an example, he wanted me to change my name to Bobby Lee because at the time, this was his reasoning. The St. Lunatics 
had what was it, Bobby Bobby Murphy Murphy Lee. So he was like, well, why not Bobby Lee? I said, no, I don't want to change my name, Bobby Lee. I want to keep it Kavanaugh, Cavi. This is what the people know me by. The reason why I didn't want to change my name because I knew that first of all, Bobby Lee was too much like Murphy Lee. Then guess what? Now I'm going to be trying to say, I'm copying his ass. Two, Kavanaugh was a strong name in, in North Carolina. It was a name I believed in. It was based off my granddaddy. Because he used to wear these, these, these fedoras called Kavanaugh fedoras. That's where the name comes from. It's an ode to my granddaddy. He used to do gospel music. He had a gospel record. He used to tour with a gospel group. And he also used to do, he used to be uh, in the Negro League. But uh, I digress. And a barber. But the point being, I was not willing to budge my principles so I can appease the establishment. And if I did that, guess what? We didn't go nowhere. Nothing happened. We didn't get on. And tripping up not work with the motherfuckers anyway. So it would have been a waste of a time. I was concerned about what they were doing. I was concerned about what Bob was doing. So that's why I said you gotta look at when these people sign deals, what are they giving up? What what are they losing in return? There's no such thing as a deal where you get everything and they don't get nothing. That's that's not a deal. What can you sleep well at night with? Losing. You see here these rappers sit here and scream about their masters, but yet y'all question Joe Button. Yeah. See, that's why I said understand there's a business dynamic, there's a business code, there is a blueprint for a business that, ha- that, that no matter whether it's porn, whether it's music, whether it's podcasting, there's a blueprint, people. It's the same. He's going to do another show, two more shows this week without Rory Mall. As you go see, the machine gets moving. And it was funny because y'all dragged the guys that was on there and stuff. <laughs> Poor Zavon, he just got murdered. But that's part of the business. He's probably going to test out a whole bunch of people until he gets it right. And guess what? It's his shit to do that. I get every... It, to me, fans get mad because when motherfuckers say you broke, you don't know, you this, 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 this. But what he's basically saying is, you don't get it. You don't understand because y'all don't. If you never ran a podcast, you can't understand the headache of doing a podcast presents. You don't know the the headache of... People think porn is easy. Let's make this clear. People think it's simple as you just grab the phone, you film you and this chick fuck, you put it up on OnlyFans. But I'm going to ask you this question. Who know that you got OnlyFans? That one scene ain't going to make you no check. So that means you got to continuously film. You got to edit. Not every shoot going to go smooth. It's going to be some shoots where the boyfriend come within five fucking minutes. 
Y'all ain't even hardly do shit. It might be a time where you trying to give him head. That motherfucker don't look up. He can't even get hard for some apparent reason. You been sitting here doing all these solos, and guess what? Your ass got a period. See, if you never walked in a man's, you never know what a man been through unless you walk a mile in his shoes. That's why I said, yeah, it, oh, it, it was like people wasn't even happy with the explanation he gave. I saw Maul got into it with some dude named Mouse that, 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 I saw that on YouTube, some video, I can't think of the name, the name of the dude that, uh. Post that video on YouTube discussing that. But he said something about, yo, where, where do you rate Roy and Maul and Joe X's? And, and, and Maul got upset. So if you don't feel Maul is salty that he's not back on that, that, that he's not on that show, you don't think he's salty about seeing what everybody is saying and he trying not to say shit. And like I said before, y'all really want Joe to damn drag these niggas. It's kind of funny. Oh, I guess because they're men and they want to do it honorably, y'all expecting it to be like the women. Mom, get on there. Joe ain't shit. He a bitch ass nigga in my film. I'll slap the shit out of him. Did Joe get on there? Man. Man, what, what's going on? Nigga, you know who I am. Don't make Joe have to come over there. You know where I be. You know how I be. <laughs> Roy won a boxing. Told you we ain't friends, nigga. We told we ain't friends. Told you we ain't friends. I don't play with my friends like that. <laughs> But like I said, I mean, but yeah, but and that's the other thing too. People don't look at when you. I went through shit with my boys, and when money was involved or pussy, it it exploded. It was a power cave. It got ugly. <laughs> I can tell you some stories, man. It would blow y'all fucking mind. You'd be like, "Damn, y'all still friends." Yeah, I'm talking about niggas and disrespected motherfuckers girls, nigga. Fuck out of here. But see, that's but see, that's why I say unless you've been in it, unless you've been doing it, unless you actually in the business, you run a business and you done done certain things, you're not gonna really quite understand. You're not gonna get it. That's why they said business should never be personal. It should never be personal. Business is never personal because the logic of business is simple. We negotiate till we get a deal that is feasible for both of us that will be beneficial to both of us. Also, it's a certain professionalism that you should have that any issue that you have with your boss, you should take that shit up behind closed doors. Nothing on there. Because why do you want the fans to question anything? Now, don't get it twisted. This actually benefited Joe Buttons. Why? Because y'all talking about it. 
Y'all bugging Maul. Y'all bugging Rory. Y'all showing one how valuable all three of them are together. Two, y'all are watching every week even more to see if they're coming back. So, good or bad, press is always good. So I tell people you gotta understand something, man. You, it, you, when I made the song "Boss Man Gets No Love," that's the truth because boss men never do. Think about it, if you a manager at work, you might be cool as shit with the employees, but it, it ain't, it ain't the same as when you was an employee. You get what I'm saying? You got responsibilities. You got to manage men and women. And run them. You got to know which, how to motivate each one and each one's individual. You got to know how to handle each one. Boss man gets no love, but he does smoke his weed by the dub. And make a call to the plug. You feel what I'm saying? Come on now, people. It's hard being a boss. And it's always a cost to being a boss. Do you want to pay the cost, nigga? Do you want to be the boss, nigga? (laughs) That's an old song that I did back in Campus Hill days, man. I need to bring back some old shit. But anyway, but like I said, it's tough being someone that runs a company. Especially employees. I'm not big enough yet to have employees. The most I ever had at best case was models that I was pushing. And trust me, that was a headache onto itself. So I could imagine the headache that he probably deals with. It's hard to run people. It's hard to keep people motivated for you. That's why it's hard to do business with friends. So... So that's my show for today. Short, sweet, to the point. In closing, look. The next time you want to drag somebody and say that they fucked up a bag or they did this or they did that, think about this for a second. How, if you had your own business and you got that offer, how would you look at it? How would you handle it? How would you deal with it? And you was in the same position as him. Or or not as good. What are you willing to give up to gain that money? And is it worth it? Will you be able to sleep at night? We never ask ourselves these questions when we question others. Because we don't want to look in the mirror and see the ugly truth. That we might do the same thing. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over.